Welcome to the Life's Hard Succeed Anyway podcast, where you will hear transformational stories, positive encouragement, and practical strategies to help you grow your mindset, reach your potential, live your dreams, and experience a purpose-driven, impact-filled life. Here's your host, Alan Blaine. Okay, this is Alan Blaine, and I'm very excited to get to bring you our special guest today, Christina Swires. Christina Swires is a top St. Louis, Missouri realtor. She's a global team leader, social media influencer, and digital mayor of her town. She has become a multiple six-figure earner utilizing unorthodox career tactics to grow and scale her business and has taught many other professionals through her course content and direction. More recently, she's pioneered and obtained certification as one of the very first agents in the country to become a certified blockchain realtor. In 2021, she became the best-selling first-time published author with her book, Collaboration, Resilient Women in Real Estate. She's been featured in multiple publications, including Vanity Fair, Success Magazine, Real Producers, and St. Louis Magazine, and many other podcasts. She currently holds her license with eXp Realty, a cloud-based brokerage where she is a two-time Icon Award agent. She's in the top 1% of eXp influencers. Christina is a dedicated wife, mother, and community leader. Christina, welcome to the Life's Hard Succeed Anyway podcast. Oh, thank you so much for having me. I'm so excited to be here. I've shared a little bit of your background, but would you just start us off by sharing a little more about who you are, anything else in your background you might want to share, and kind of what led you into your current occupation in real estate today? It wasn't always an easy journey, obviously, here today. I mean, it sounds easy, especially coming off of that bio, but there's a lot of things that happened in between that bio being written today and the start off of my life. You know, I like to think that I had a great childhood growing up. I come from a really large family. Both my parents did a great job with five of us kids with the best they could do, middle-class, typical family. And then um, as I became older as a teenager, I like to say my free spirit kind of took over and took the best of me. I made not so great choices as a teenager, and I actually ended up getting pregnant with my oldest son at the age of 20 having him at 20. And so that really changed the course direction of my entire life because at that point I wasn't only living for myself, but I was living for another person. And so that really changed my mindset and made me want to just be a better person and go down a better path. I ended up putting myself through college. I worked in healthcare for many years in my 20s. I have a degree in radiology technology. So I worked in direct patient care in the ER and the ORs. I learned a lot working in direct patient care and working in the hospitals, but I also learned that I was meant to touch a bigger audience with my life, and I really love sales. I ended up taking a corporate recruiting job at a local school, and I did really well there, and then from there, I went into physician recruitment. I recruited ER doctors on the East Coast, and I did great at those jobs, and then I met my husband now. We ended up having our first child. And things just changed for me at that point in my life. I wanted to have the career and make money, but I also wanted to do it on my own terms. I decided I had matured enough and learned enough and worked at enough jobs. I like to say I'm a jack of all trades, a master of all because I've done so many things, but it was time for me to become my own boss. And so in my early thirties, I got my real estate license eight years ago and I haven't looked back. 
Okay, awesome. I love it. So you're working at a traditional job in radiology, I think you said. Yeah. And it wasn't until your early 30s after your second child, yep. first child with your current husband, that you realized, hey, I want freedom, really, right? Freedom and more yeah. impact, it sounded like. You want to reach more people. Yeah, I wanted to reach more people because I had known the struggles I had went through as a really young mom with my oldest child, you know, going back to work after he was just born recently because I had to work. I had no choice. The struggles that I made with them, I didn't want to have to do that again. There's 12 years in between my kids. So I had time to process and think about it. And my husband was really supportive of me actually going out and getting my real estate license and just knowing that eventually we could do things more on our terms. Wow. So you said it, that was eight years ago that you got licensed? Yeah. It's amazing what you've accomplished in a relatively short period of time, eight years. It's impressive. So congratulations to you. Any of us that had any measure of success of any kind, we know that life is not without challenges. So I'm sure you've had your fair share of them like we all have, but what would you say is one of your bigger challenges to date that you faced in your life? It was having a child at a young age that was not planned. While all my friends were off to college, working on their degrees, I was up with an infant and a toddler and quickly realized I had to do something different. So it was a really huge challenge for me, a struggle working, taking care of him, and then eventually making a decision when he was about two years old to go to school myself. And so doing all that, it was hard. It was really hard. I look back on it now and I, I really still don't even realize how I was able to do that, but we can do hard things. Definitely. I know my wife and I talk about this a lot. We think back to previous challenges as like, Man, you know, it's just a memory now, but at the time, it just seems like so major. And when you were in the midst of that at age 20, during that moment in time, would you have ever visioned you'd be where you're at today, both with your family and your marriage and professional success that you've had and all that? I mean, could you have imagined that or did you imagine that back then? I mean, you don't even think you're just in survival mode. When you are in those situations, you're not really thinking about your future. You're thinking of right now. How am I going to feed my family? How am I going to put gas in my car? How am I going to pay my bills? How am I going to do all these things and keep my head above water and also take care of another life? Like, how am I going to do all the things? So you're not thinking in future terms. Future terms is, can I make sure I can pay all my bills on time? <laughs> right. And in the midst of that, were you ever thinking like, why me? Why did it have to be in this situation? Walk us through that. Like, what were you thinking then in the midst of the storm, so to speak? When I was struggling, I had a much more negative mindset. I was angrier about life. I played a lot of that victim mentality and it doesn't serve us at all to have those thoughts. And so it wasn't until I started working on my mindset in my late twenties and reading books that I thought were like woo woo or whatever, following different people that I really started to change my mindset, but it was a very negative time for me. It was a struggle. It was a negativity. It was just toxicity in my life. And I was trying whatever I could, but I felt like I would take, you know, five steps forward, but take 10 steps back. And I felt like I was on this crazy roller coaster ride that I couldn't get off in every aspect of my life my relationships and my mental health and my physical health, like in just financial health, like in every way, it wasn't good. And I was doing whatever I could to get out of that. I was just in a survival mode. I'm curious during that time, like 
did fear of what others thought of you, mm-hmm. which can plague us all, even to this day, right? I mean, it, yeah. <laughs> it's, it's a terrible thing. How much did that come into play? And how did you pull through all that stinking thinking and negative yeah. mindset? Well, I got away from a very toxic relationship that I was in at the time, which is my oldest son, his dad, and I just were like oil and water. Like we did not farewell together. And that played a lot into the negativity that was in my life and this path because we were not on the same page with a lot of different things. And so getting away from that relationship and finishing college happened almost simultaneously for me and getting a job making significantly more money after I graduated school all within a short time period helped me start that process of really just like working on me and my son. And like figuring out, like, we can do this. We made it this far. And so those were some dark days, but getting out of that situation that I was in really helped me know that I'm a really strong person and I can do it. And so that really helped a lot. I did worry about what people thought of me back then. Like I worried about way more, you know, as we are younger, we care what other people think and say way too much. Right. And then at some point, hopefully we all realized that, Most of the time, people aren't thinking about us at all. They're too worried about what other people are thinking about them is what I found, you know, (laughs) and everybody's going around worrying what other people are thinking about them. And if we only knew they're not really thinking about us as much as we're thinking about us, it's freeing. (laughs) (laughs) Before you walk through that unplanned pregnancy and just the challenges that followed over the years, you know, that followed that, do you feel like there was anything that you had done or had learned or were in your core and your being that gave you some kind of advantage walking through that process? Oh yeah, for sure. Being raised in the family that I was raised in and where the family unit was like everything. I had really supportive parents. My parents were really involved, you know, in my kid's life, helping me very instrumental in helping me work and go to school. So I had somebody to watch him. And so that was really helpful. And then my work ethic, like my dad, I learned that from my dad. He always showed up for everything and, you know, whether it was for his kids or for work. And I got a really strong work ethic from him. And I feel like I had a solid foundation. I don't know, had I not had that or been raised like that, had I would made it to where I am today. Right. All of those things were put to the test at a very young age with me, but I had a great childhood and a great family unit. And I think that that's really what helped me. It sounds like you did have an amazing family. Where were you in the lineup of the five children? So I'm the second oldest of five and I'm the only girl and I have four brothers. Oh, wow. You know, it's kind of rough growing up with four boys. Yeah. No wonder you're so tough. (laughs) And I don't have any girls now. I have three boys now on my own. So I was meant to be a boy mom. Looking back on it now, Christina, would you say you're thankful or glad that you went through the challenge? And I know it's not just that one, but the challenges I'll even say that you've been through in your life up to this point. And if so, why? I mean, obviously we can't change our past and our path is set for us. I believe we can, obviously, once we recognize patterns in our lives, fix things and and get us back on the right track. But I don't regret any of the decisions. I think I made it a lot harder on myself than I could have. Right. But what is done is done. And there's no sense of dwelling on woulda, coulda, shoulda, or I should have changed this or that. So I've just learned to embrace my story because it has made me who I am today. Without it, I wouldn't be where I am today. So if I'm thankful for it in a weird way, yeah. Right. 
I can appreciate that. Do you feel like it's given you a greater platform in life, the challenges you've been through? Yeah, the ability to connect with people. When you read that bio, it just makes it sound like this person has had it so easy. But really, if you pull the veil back and you see all the things that have led up to that, it makes it really raw and real. And the ability to connect with other people is finding similarities in their stories and yourself. And so it's helped me connect with more people along my journey because I am just a regular person, just like everyone else, you know, and a lot of the struggles I've went through, a lot of other people have also. So that's relatable. I love that. I feel the exact same way, by the way, Christina. I mean, a lot of people may look at where we are in life today. And just like you said, and just think life is easy, always was easy and not have a clue. And I shared that in episode one of this podcast, not everything, but Many of the hard things that I've been through up until this age, 50 years old, as of this recording, most people would have no idea. They don't know what they don't know about any one of us unless we tell them. So I I do agree with you. I think it's very important not to just dump our baggage on people, but to be authentic and vulnerable enough to let people connect with us into our lives. And I love that you're willing to do that as well. And I know this story will encourage many people. If you could go back in time, though, and give yourself some advice before walking through these challenges, knowing they were going to come anyway, what would you tell your younger self? That you are going to be okay. Whatever you're in in the moment, it's just a moment and a season and it always will pass. I love it. All things will pass. Great advice. What's one piece of advice you'd give to somebody else in the midst of their challenge right now, listening to this episode of the podcast? Nothing gets accomplished with a negative mindset. Everything lives and dies in your mind. So if you can work on yourself and getting your mind right, everything else in your life will come to play. So just know that everything is temporary and you are your choices and your thoughts. Thoughts become words or whatever that saying is, you know, Mm -hmm. and those thoughts end up becoming things. So you are what you think, just like they say, you are what you eat. You are what you think, what you do, what you say. Just know that. So true. And I would add even you are who you hang around, which does affect our thoughts, which just kind of comes full circle. And that kind of goes back to your relationship at whatever, 20, 21, 22, whatever those Uh, ages were, you know, you said that was a big negative thing in your life and very toxic, toxic. And it just reminded me that it is very important who we hang around. And that saying that says Mm -hmm. we're the average of the five people we spend the most time around in our finances, in our health, in our communication ability, in our thoughts, in our mindset. It's so true, isn't it? It's so true. I mean, you are who you're around. Being able to get away from bad situations or negative. Yes, look, there are people that sometimes hold an immense amount of influence over us and what we're doing, almost like controlling us like a puppet. But at the end of the day, we have the choices to make. We can choose not to go along with that. And we can always redirect our life. It's never too late. I love that. It's never too late. Not if we're still breathing, right? At any age, at any situation, it's never too late to change your situation that you're in and go on a different path. That's what separates us from every other living thing in this world. The ability to have a conscience and to have a mind that can take us wherever we want to go. I love it. A lot of things are out of our control, but our thoughts, speaking of that, are not. <laughs> yeah. that, that is one thing we absolutely 100% have control of, whether we dwell on what we think on, what we allow in our ears, our eyes, and meditate on. So, oh, such a great topic. So helpful. <laughs> Do you have any favorite success quote by any chance that you might want to share? 
favorite success quotes. I don't know if I would say I have a favorite success quote, but like I said before, everything lives and dies in the mind and your mindset is really everything. It's key. It is the key to the gold at the end of the rainbow. If you can get that right, you will find your pot of gold. 100%. I feel like I've lived that so many years of my adult life, even just having what I said earlier, stinking thinking, and it just affected my health. It affected relationships. It affected my finances. It affected everything until I realized and uh, God helped me start getting that squared away up there. And life has been much better ever since. So let me ask you this. What, as you think about like the future, Christina, what is one or more things you're currently excited about as you think about the future now? Oh my gosh. I love being able to create this life. My husband and I have built with our children. We're able to travel with them and work together as a family. We're together a lot. We spend a lot of time together, especially the last couple of years, you know, inadvertently, but you know, now we have this good flow of entrepreneurship and we're teaching our kids, you know, to think outside the box. And that is the most important thing to me because I'm raising our future I have a lot of jobs, but that is the most important job that I will ever have. That's the reason why I'm doing all the things that I'm doing is for my family and for us to to live this incredible life. We've been given a gift and I'm so excited for our future. I'm really, really excited for my children's future and for my husband, like all the things that we're working on. I wouldn't say one thing is going to put us there. I'd say collectively together, we'll get there and we're building a legacy. That's so important for me. And I told my dad that a couple of months ago, I was like, you know, I am the one to change generational pattern of wealth in this family. Somebody had to do it. And I know that that's my destiny. I love that you're teaching your children entrepreneurship from an early age. It sounds like what is your vision if they choose to follow in your footsteps of being an entrepreneur to work in business with you or to chart their own course or are you even worried about the details like that? Oh, no, my husband and I talk about that. You know, I'm taking over the family business and the different companies that we are working on are working in already from technology to where all things are going, you know, besides real estate, blockchain, my husband's involved in all these things. And he's an engineer at heart. So we're very different people. So I like to think that our kids will take the best of both of us and kind of run with that. My eight-year-old though, he says he wants to be a boat captain when he grows up. So I'm like, well, you can, you can always travel the world and, and do multiple things. You could have multiple businesses, right? Or it could be a hobby and you can travel. It doesn't have to be like one way to do things. You know, there's not just one way. And I love that you're teaching them that at an early age. It's super valuable. Yeah. Okay. As we start to wind this down, a few just quick 30 second type questions. If you, if you could answer these, what is one habit that you feel like has helped you become successful in life? Not caring what other people think of me. I just do things because it's something I want to do. And I do not care what other people think or say about it. And having that ability, I feel like is a gift because so many of us worry so much about what others, I spent a lot of my time in my early young years worrying about what other people thought of me. And that served absolutely no purpose in my life. And when I stopped worrying about that, and I just started doing magic started happening for me. It's like I opened up Pandora's box, but only for good. <laughs> right. I love it. And I think I still mm -hmm. face fear at different points and things in my life. And I think what so many people don't realize, and I didn't for so many years, is that fear of whatever, fearing what people may think or whatever mm -hmm. the fear is about, doesn't always go away. 
but no. it's people like you that just make the choice to say, I'm going to have courage in spite of fear and do it anyway, because right. it's the right thing to do. And I think that's some really, really good advice. And speaking of advice, what is one of the best pieces of advice that you've received from somebody? The best pieces of advice is like, be mindful of who you are surrounding yourself with, who you're taking information from. Keep that circle small. Keep it small, high and tight. Like there's a reason why it's better to have four quarters versus a hundred shiny pennies. I'd rather have quality over quantity any day. Yeah, absolutely. Is there a particular book that you might love or have read recently or are reading or just one that you'd recommend? Yeah, I really love The Big Leap by Gay Hendricks. Talks about, you know, getting into your zone of genius in your life. It's a really great and easy read. Also, one of my favorite books for business are leadership. John Maxwell, The Irrefutable Laws of Growth or Leadership. Excellent book. I love, love John Maxwell. I love that book. It talks about how to step into becoming a leader, that we're all leaders, but there's a difference between being a boss and a leader. And so I really, really love that book. That is an amazing book. Is it 21 Irrefutable Laws of Leadership? It's a great one. Great, great book. Tons of notes from that book. What is the best way, Christina, that our listeners here could contact you or follow along on your journey if they choose to do that? Yeah, they can follow me on my website, christinaswires.com, or they can follow me on Facebook, Christina Swires, or on Instagram at the real Christina Swires. Got it. Thank you. And do you have any closing comment for our listeners before we wrap this up? You can do hard things. You can do really hard things and there's no limitations. The only limitations are what you set for yourself. That's a great word to go out on, Christina. I sure appreciate you taking the time to come on here today and share with our Life's Hard, Succeed Anyway listeners. I know that your story is going to encourage a lot of people and I just want to say thank you again. You're welcome. Thank you so much for having me. Appreciate it. If you love this podcast, grab some of Alan's free resources on his website at alanblain.com, spelled A-L-L-A-N-B-L-A-I-N.com. You can also find links to Alan's Facebook, Instagram, and TikTok there in his contact page. Lastly, if you can leave a five-star review for us on your favorite podcast app, that will get these messages out to more people and it will really mean the world to us. Thanks in advance and make it a great day.